Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, Hi. everyone. It's I got it. Friday. It. What'd you get? You usually catch me off guard with the beginning. I heard the click. I said hi. There you go. There you go. That's all. Here we it, are. That's all. All I ever wanted. Yeah. Now we can end the show in exactly. Peace. That was Grant. I'm Jake. Ooh, Good night. Thank God. We're done. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> what if that was ever just? We're just waiting for Jake to just realize when the show was starting. And that's when our inevitable end would come. Yeah. That's when we call it quits. Today. It's over. Um, it's nice no, getting to know you. It's not over. As a matter of fact, it's very much just beginning. Um, we are here with a new episode. Yeah, we are starting a cult. That's Grant. I'm Jake. Mitch is here. He's on his phone, but he's here. You know what he sounds like. You know You're he right. Is. Hey! There he is. All I know is we're getting we're getting in we're shifting into soup mode, as soup George mode? Costanza would say. You know. What, you you need to explain yourself. Is this a no soup for you sort of thing? Because we're giving it to the people. It's from that. Ep- Remember, he's going in. Elaine's talking. He's like, Elaine, I need you to stop talking. I'm shifting into soup mode. <laughs> I don't remember this. Which episode? That was the soup Nazi. When <laughs> that was the in soup line. Nazi. Yeah. Is he just going to be following orders? I don't know. Is, that, is getting, that what it is? He's getting into soup mode. Soup mode. And nice. soup mode to me is Halloween. For some reason, I correlate, like, hot, stewy soup and, like, fall spookiness. Yeah, it's like a... It's a a, a homogenous... It's not quite the... It's one thing, but it's all so so scary. It's not quite that, like, jittery feeling or, like, the kind of happy-go-lucky feeling of Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's more of the, like, (laughs) What's gonna happen? Like, the, the feeling everyone's had this whole year. Pretty much. And, um... Yeah, so we're doing a little Halloween hodgepodge or just spooky, spooky nonsense. Some pretty scary stuff. We're gonna go. We're gonna start off with a with a rather big one. I think we've talked about it before in one of these past episodes, right? Uh like yeah. A, the, a, the the list. Uh, it's funny because I remember we were doing an episode very similar to this. Yeah, was, we were just talking about spooky and, shit. Uh, I was reading about it and I was like, "Wow, that's really interesting." And then I don't know. Time went on, and I was watching some documentary about like murders about like unsolved murders and like 
early, early, like, years of America. And I was like, huh. They were talking about, like, this. I was like, I know that. And I looked yeah, up, I was like, Beliska. holy shit. I know that. And then it just came to fruition. So it's it's been surrounding me ever since. There you go. Exactly. We need to expand upon this. Well, we've already talked about it. We're surely going to say some more. Definitely. Right no. now. It's time. It's time for, uh, it's time for the, I wouldn't, it's. It's a very interesting topic because it's like there's only so much raw information. It's fun. It's quick. But there's you know? so much other shit. Not to mention that it's one of the most reportedly haunted areas in, like, the country. Uh, it's Everyone says it's the most haunted place in Iowa. So The Velisca Axe Murders. Uh, yeah, so it, it's got some hauntings on both ends. The yeah. start and the end, you know? Nice, nice. There you go. Dude, are we going to get into this? Are we going to do this right now? Yeah, do it. Well, between Take the Velisca Axe murders, right? Okay, so between the evening of uh, June 9th and the morning of June 10th of 1912, the Moore family and their two guests were brutally murdered in their home in Velisca, Iowa, using an axe. Yeah. It, Isn't that just so spooky? Yeah, it was... It sounds um, terrible. It is terrible, Mitch, far away from the microphone. There were children that were killed. It happens. But, uh, yeah, it's not a great start to the story. Right, that's get, how it yeah. starts. Yeah, so that's the little intro. You know what's going to happen. Let's, let's get into the details. All right, who, who was involved, right? Uh, the Moors. Josiah. Josiah. All right, that was the father. He was 43. Sarah, with an H, was, uh, was 39. She was the mother. And then they had four kids, right? There was Herman, Mary, Arthur, and Paul. They were 11, 10, 7, and 5. And then they had two guests at the time, right? Two guests. They were friends of Mary's. Uh, Ina May and Lena Gertrude Stillinger. Uh-huh. Uh, they were 8 and 12. And I don't I don't know if, we're, if you'll cover this. It's just a little interesting tidbit, I guess, if you want to call it interesting. Uh, the two guests, uh, they actually were not, uh, like, scheduled, I guess you'd say. They didn't have a scheduled play date. But uh, they're pretty much they were at Sunday school. Or they uh, like their you know their version of that like their holy school, and the girls were all playing and having a good time, and the Moore family was just like you know we're gonna take them out for ice cream you know take her take the take these kids with and uh maybe we'll have a little slumber party tonight, and it was just an impromptu tragedy. It was a very impromptu thing. Yeah, it was a, it was like uh, it was actually at the Presbyterian Church, and there it was like go. it was the children's day program that Sarah Moore actually like put together through the church. See, I was I was on so the right like, track. So yeah, Mary invited her friends Lena and Ina. I think I'm pronouncing those right. Lena and Ina. Uh, she invited them to the uh, the children's day program, but it ended around like nine thirty. So the Moors like were walking home with the Stillingers, and they were just like, we don't really want to walk home alone in the dark because it's late as fuck. So they got home. They they got back after the the Children's Day programmed at like nine forty five, ten little, o'clock. Little did they know if they would have just braved that little bit of uncomfortable uncertainness, they probably would have survived. Yeah, they would have gone down in history as the but uh, Stillinger sisters. The world or I escaped death. If you believe in God or whatever you believe in, whatever it is, it has a funny sense of humor. That's all I got to say. It's hilarious. This is just completely coincidental. It really is. Here's the comedy, right? The next morning, uh, neighbor Mary Peckham, 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 I think it's Peckham. Uh, Yeah, I would go with Peckham. uh, Noticed that uh, uh, no one at the Moore's residence had gotten up to do their normal morning chores, right? (laughs) 
She was a, this is the pinnacle of nosy neighborhood. They make it sound so good. Like, she's such a wholesome lady. I feel like, realistically, she got up. She's like, those fucking lazy bastards right. aren't even out of bed yet. <laughs> Here's my daily telescope peep into their rooms. Like, like that's one what of, I, one of I don't know. What, to, what time's early back in this year? I don't know. All right, so like, here it comes, it comes to light, right? So by 7 a.m., she was so fed up with them not being up, she knocked on their door. So it was 7 a.m. Okay, so, see, that's fucking So it was probably crazy. around 6 a.m. that they woke up, maybe 5 o'clock, maybe 4, 3 even. I don't know what farmers that's do. That's crazy to me. You know? If, like, okay, just, this is me with the 2020 vision, you know? Like the year or the like year, the actual the thing? of all the knowledge that it's gotten us to here. Uh, if I'm not up by 7 a.m. I don't know if it's knowledge that's gotten us here, but. If I'm not awake by 7 a.m., don't fucking worry. Because I'm. <laughs> that's completely normal. Because that normal. just means I'm going to sleep for seven more hours. <laughs> that just All right? means it's okay. <laughs> just get out of here. Like, I'm sleeping. In this scenario, yes, I understand they were dead next door. But you get the point. All right, so here, here's what it is. Apparently there were some chickens. They were probably making some noise annoying her. Uh, uh, on their property because at 7 a.m. she went over knocked on the door. Okay, and, uh, okay. when there was no answer, she... Uh, she attempted to enter the home, right? And it was locked, of course, as you do just, at that's night. That's a ballsy neighbor, man. Just like, just like let me weird. just come in. come in. Like, yeah, let me just come in. But fuck? anyway. What if they were like, beating off in there or something? Like, fuck, that. people do that, Well, you, you know? get to see it if they don't lock their doors. That's a, it's a lesson for you. Lock your doors or anyone can see whatever you're doing in your house. It's a fact of life, okay? If you are a human being, you're going to masturbate at some point in time. Yeah. And if you walk in on somebody that's doing it, in a scenario where you go you spritz into them with their, holy water, say sin, sin, sin. If you go into their domicile, their domicile. area, <laughs> if you're in their area of that living. What does mean? What, a domicile? A domicile. What is that? It's like protect my domicile, my home, my area, You just my used property. it. All right. Okay. That, you know what I mean? Like my domicile. Would it show I don't know up on assets term. or is that just like a, a feeling? Um, like of safety, wherever you want. You're getting, Go on. You're getting too nitpicky. I'm so sorry. You're, I hate it. Get out. It's not. Get out. It's not intentional, but I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> no, anyway, this is what I'm saying. Okay. Masturbating. Yeah. If somebody goes into somebody else's property and that said person is in there pleasing themselves, the person that walked in has no right to complain because that is just that's as natural as shitting. You know what I mean? Like people are going to poop. If you happen to walk into the bathroom and someone's pooping, that's just what happens. People are going to pick their nose and eat it. Yeah. If anything, it means that the world goes on. Like, the the gears keep moving, you know? Yeah. So, in this scenario, they, if they were alive and masturbating, the neighbor would have been in the wrong. Yeah. But they if weren't. If the door was <laughs> unlocked, which it wasn't. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it's 7 a.m. She went over there, tried to get in after knocking on the door. No answer. Uh, she couldn't get in. It was locked. Right? Uh, so, then she let the chickens out of the coop. On the uh, the Morris property, and uh, got a hold of Josiah's brother Ross. Good old Ross. All right. So after no answer, once again, when Ross got there, and being unable to see into the house from any angle, uh, Ross discovered that two blood. He went inside with a copy of the key that he had because you know he's family. Uh-huh. You give your family some keys in emergencies. Maybe. Maybe. Sometimes it depends. You know. I don't, scenario, I don't know your family. See, I'm, I don't know why I'm playing devil's advocate because this scenario happened. <laughs> this this all did happen. This, there's no like, <laughs> there's no disputing this. All of my uh, theoretical <laughs> points are 
pretty much null and void. Like, that's all bullshit. That's all bullshit. But I'm painting the image of what could have been in a different universe and what very well might be in a that, different line yeah. of existence. Yeah, it's just beautiful. Just, I don't know, testing the waters, putting it out there. I appreciate it. But anyway, uh, yeah, Ross, he uses a copy of the key to get inside. He first uh, went into the guest room where he discovered the two bloody bodies of Ina and Lena uh, Stillinger on the bed covered in a sheet in the guest room, right? So, uh, And immediately he told uh, Peckham. Immediately he said, oh, my God, there's ghosts in here. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows, man? Who this, knows at this point still insult. He's but, like, um, oh my god, that's the best ghost costume I've ever seen. <laughs> she's just she's just dead. She looks this so lifeless death. under those sheets. Oh, this looks like, so oh. lifeless, so real. Ooh. But no, uh Ooh, so, so Peckham, the neighbor, she waited on the porch in the, the first uh the first shine of respectfulness that she's shown this morning. So yeah, she waited on the porch, and he called back to her. He's like, "You gotta call the goddamn sheriff, Henry." In parentheses, Hank Horton. So apparently they called him Hank, but his name was Henry Horton. He was the sheriff, and uh, so Sheriff Horton arrived around eight thirty a.m. So like an hour and a half after this. Well, I don't know how long it took Ross to get there, but still, at eight thirty a.m., uh, uh, Sheriff Horton showed up, and he began going through the house. And this is what he found. You want to? You want to go? Through this list with me, Grant. Yeah, you found just, dead bodies. Yeah. All right. So, so let's let's not jump to conclusions. Let's not let's not uh, give away our lead. You know. I apologize. I okay. they they prefer the term the living impaired. The otherwise living. Yeah. You know. The, um, yeah. So all right. So the first thing he saw. Right. Okay. An uneaten plate of food on the kitchen table, next to a pot of bloody water. No fat guys live here. And no no one's fat guys. Their There's some bloody water. You drink that right up. Uh, so, and there were also clothes from the Moors dressers draped all over the mirrors and the pane windows that could not be covered by curtains. So there's no way to get into this house or see yourself in any way in this home. Right? Interesting. Okay. So maybe the and, killer, what? or a supposed killer thinks he's ugly <laughs> he didn't actually kill they're still alive i mean parallel universe <laughs> multi-dimensional theory lawyering is a very complex you're issue. right you're you're not wrong at all uh, so i don't want to get into that because my clients uh who will remain nameless, oh you're, you're clients grant right okay. they're we're currently in trial in another dimension and i, I can't talk too much shop but let me just say this the supposed killer thought he was an ugly individual. You're one of those uh, one of those billboard lawyers, aren't you? Maybe. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. Interdimensional ambulance no, so... <laughs> chaser. <laughs> what else did he find? Right. Okay. The murder weapon, the axe, which belonged to Josiah. It was Josiah's axe. Right. Okay. So that was the murder weapon. It was found in the master bedroom, uh, partially wiped clean, next to a four-pound slab of bacon wrapped in cloth. Cool. Weird, hey, weird little monkey wrench here. I guess just de-thawing. Or not there you de-thaw, go. You thaw. You don't de-thaw. That would be freezing. To de-thaw. Yeah. <laughs> That'd just be <laughs> freezing. But uh, maybe he's trying yeah. to thaw it out quick or something. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and, and axe marks were found on the ceilings of the two bedrooms that the Moore's family slept in. Uh, of the bedroom. The two bedrooms that the Moore's family slept in, right? Okay. And uh, what else did they find, Grant? 
fucking corpses. Eight man. deceased bodies of the six Moors and two Stillinger sisters. Yes, I knew it. Right, I knew it. I knew it. It's fucking crazy, dude. Some of the de- and they looked awful. They were in the worst state of their their lives that ended a couple minutes before. I mean, yeah, I'd, it's they're, they they look were terrible. Bashed with axes. No, yeah. You want to hear some some details? They Here, were here's some here's some details. And Sarah Moore uh, was the only one of the victims. They received wounds uh, from the blade end of the axe. Actually, uh, the rest of the victims received fatal blows to the head with the blunt end of it. So just the the piece of wood there. Ooh, that's that's fucking. Isn't that that's just... That's like a military approach, that's, man. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. All right, uh, uh, the parents, Josiah and Sarah, they were each struck roughly 25 to 30 times in the face that's with this chopping. thing. Right? That is a chop. That's a chop. That's that a is pen. a chop. It will kill. It <laughs> Forged in fire, dude. It Watch that kill. goddamn show just to hear him say, it will kill. It will kill. It will kill. He's a fucking oh guy. god! It's a great show. But anyway, let's say this weapon will kill. Yeah, this weapon will it kill did. twenty-five to thirty times. It killed the first time. All right, so Josiah's head from the chin up uh, was bludgeoned to the point of his eyes seeming to be missing, and uh, Sarah was in uh, in close to equally bad shape. Uh, the headboard of the bed was uh, splattered with blood, brain matter, and bits of shattered skull. Right. Damn. It was uh, speculated that the killer deliver- delivered uh, single blows to each individual's head, starting with the parents, only to return to the parents' room to continue striking their uh, lifeless bodies. Right? All right. Uh, in the guest bedroom, uh, Lena Stillinger's body hung a third of the way out of the bed, right? Her nightgown was pulled above her waist, and her underwear was thrown under the bed, which is... This is a terrible, gross thing to have happen to a child, right? Uh, he, her pillow uh, had brain matter and blood, and there was a blood smear above her right knee. Many believed that the uh, blood smear above her right knee uh, was evidence of sexual molestation, though later doctor reports, doctor's reports uh, indicated that none of the victims showed physical signs of this, right? Okay. So it's interesting. We're working However, with a deranged... I mean, just based off of the information I'm seeing right here, right now, is that this man... This guy's like a plan going on. Well, I mean, is it a plan? It seems so, like, violent to the point where it's, like, it's overly aggressive. I mean, if you count them all together, what, he swung that axe at least a hundred times to kill eight people? Yeah, in every single... So he single, was having some fun. Yeah, and in every single bedroom, there were axe marks from the blade on the ceiling. So that was just him, like rearing it up to go down onto their heads and kill them in one single blow. All right, so this All leads this leads me, it, it, just me, I mean, it, I, I'm no expert, uh, unless this is interdimensional lawyering. But in my... <laughs> Again with this, yes. In my brain, this is, just like a, this is just like a fucking psychopathy. It's literally just a man that is using brute force to terrorize somebody. And a group of these people are just unlucky. It's really terrible, man. And it seems it seems so like you hate to say the word "well done," but if if you're talking about gore, it's it uns- is beyond. Well you know done. what? Unsolved. Well done. Sir. Yeah. Like who? It, he it, got away. Let's just say it was probably a guy. Just an assumption. Like, 
like it just we'll get to the the, the possible people that did it and you'll see why I may think that. Yeah, we, either, we have an assumption here. But, but either it, way, so, yeah, there was no evidence of... Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It, it only gets gets worse. There's some bad stuff. So, um, so yeah, there was no sign, technically, of uh, sexual molestation uh, from the bodies, right? However, uh, her sister, Ina, uh, right, so her body was facing left towards her sister, uh, and that was uh, setting... it. Here, so, so her hips are twisted towards a lamp that was placed next to the side of the bed, right? And hey. her her undergarments were also gone. Uh, many speculate that this was a scene set up for the viewing pleasure of the murderer. Uh, all four of the Moore children, uh, their bodies seemed undisturbed uh, post to death blow, right? As opposed to the uh, Stillinger sisters. But anyway, uh, so Sheriff Horton, uh, he then, he, he discovered all this, right? He was fucking crazy. He was like, oh, my God. He said, uh, he, said he, he then went to town, and he fetched the doctor. Uh, but he made the terrible mistake of actually letting people in the town know about what had just happened at the old Moore's place, right? And uh, word of the murder spread almost instantly. Like, operators used this thing that was, uh, that was uh, around back then, like in the early 1900s. The all call switch, and no uh, way. yeah, so you could just call everyone. They literally told everybody about this. <laughs> like actually, like everyone that they could reach, they told about this. And uh, almost a hundred people showed up at the uh, crime scene to get a look at the bodies. Uh, they forced their way in, and uh, they were going into each room, yelling back and forth, like assuredly destroying uh, very valuable evidence, probably. Uh, some of the town folk even went so far as to close down their businesses just to like go get a look. It was insane. So uh, the Hell, sheriff I would too. If, I mean, as brutal as it sounds, if that happened around like where I'm at, like, it's like let's go like, check it out. Just I wouldn't <laughs> probably wouldn't care to like see the bodies, but I'd be like, I'm at least going to like see the house. Like that's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, it's Why like, would it you just, not? It just makes the house seem that much more daunting when you drive by. But, um, so yeah, almost 100 people showed up. They were definitely destroying evidence. Uh, some of them closed their businesses even to go. The sheriff, uh, the sheriff Horton, he did his best to clear out the crime scene. But just as he would be leading out, like, a group of people out one door, more would be pouring in the back door. Um, it was fucking chaos. So the coroner arrived, uh, after the townspeople did, unfortunately. Though, luckily... The sheriff and two doctors had uh, been there first and made some uh, key discoveries, right? Let's see some key discoveries. They found some keys in the toolbox, and they used those keys to open the shed, where in the shed they found a grill. And said George Foreman. They're like, who is that? It's 1912. They found that, and then they just sold that at the police auction. I, I don't know. That's fictional. I made that All up. All right, so the thing <laughs> that actually happened, uh, the two, there were two finished cigarettes that were found in the attic, right, leading investigators to believe that the killer was inside of the home uh, when the family went to sleep, patiently waiting for the victims to fall asleep, right? Isn't that just terrifying? Seems, seems you like imagine, a reasonable assumption. Dude, just like the thought of like coming home and then someone is just in your house waiting for you to fall asleep. Hey, like man. A real life person is somewhere in your house, right? Maybe, maybe it's right now. These things probably happen more than we'd like to admit. I haven't gone upstairs in a while. 
It's yeah, you never know. You don't it's know what's going on up there. Good. Look at all the like uh, YouTube videos, like people that set up nanny cams. They find like people living in their attics while they're at work. It's terrifying. They're just like, yeah, some of my milk is gone. They're just like <laughs> they, they videotape their fridge, and some woman just like pops out of a vent and just like drinks a quart of milk. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane. It's weird. It it's can not, happen. It's not good. They're all you know, life's a crazy place. Life is a crazy place. Want to know something else that's pretty crazy regarding the bacon? Uh, uh, you found next to the murder weapon, right in the master bedroom. Some of the killer, uh, some some believe that the killer simply meant to steal this before they left. Right? It's like free fucking, handout. Fucking free bacon. But others, bacon probably was not cheap at that point. You're not mass producing it. You got to know a guy. Yeah, exactly. It's four pounds of goddamn bacon. That's delicious. But it must have slipped his mind. That's one theory, right? Others speculate that the slab of bacon was used as an artificial vagina for the killer. Uh, Judging by the the positioning of the uh, the two girls downstairs, the two guests of the Moors, the, the the what is it? Yeah, this, no. Uh, you know what I think? I it was think, the it was the Stillingers. I think one of the guys investigating this, and I say men because <laughs> it was a very creative. It mind. was only a man <laughs> that could come up with this. That guy, maybe had, he used it as like a pussy. He <laughs> had to. Like, you fucking idiot. He probably had to like bag up all the evidence. So he comes to that, and he's just looking at it. They probably have their pictures of it. He's just looking at it. And he's like, you know what? It wouldn't shock me if this sick bastard fucked that bacon, and then that—that's the only <laughs> legitimate response I've ever gotten. No person of credit was ever like, "We think he used this slab of bacon to ejaculate, and then he continued the killing." It's, it's like, like are you that was sure? one. It was that's, a lone wolf. Was one guy. <laughs> that's a rogue I'm just imagining theory. Imagining like the fattest investigator in the world, like finding this bacon. He's like, I need an excuse to bag this up. And he just came up with something, took it home, fried it up, died the next day. Uh, Who knows? I don't know. But (laughs) it was probably the saddest truth is that in this year and this time and this location in the world, four pounds of bacon sitting out like, I don't know, Sunday evening. They were throwing a big breakfast the next day. No, it was going to be the best breakfast you could imagine. It was going to be bacon, fucking pancakes, and maybe some eggs from those chickens that are, their neighbor let out, pe- uh, peck them. They right. went all out. That is a lot They were of about food. to. They were going to. They had every intention. Uh, but no, we're. I think uh, what we've been saying is right because there were, uh, uh, there, there were no, there were no fluids or hairs found at the, at the scene to support that theory. But it's kind of fun if, to talk about, like we just did, right? I feel as if there could have been, no, but just course. at the like time, they're like, "There's nothing." They didn't mention any like slit in it or something. They just like, didn't have they the were knowledge. Just like, yeah, it was just a piece of, it was just like a, a lot of meat wrapped in paper. Technology wasn't; it, it didn't catch up to them at this point. They did not have the accessibility yeah. to. We're gonna look for fingerprints. They're like, ah, there's not a bloody <laughs> hand. <laughs> Damn. Damn. You mean the guy didn't just write his name on the list on the fridge? Why didn't the guy leave his fucking card? We've been telling these criminals to leave their goddamn cards. Yeah, pretty much. You just have to trust the word of mouth at that point. You don't really... Why can't everyone be as considerate as the Joker leaving his calling card? You know? It's like, I did it. (laughs) Because in reality, these people are much better criminals. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Think of, like, think and, of how many times the Joker has been arrested or caught. Sometimes think, he's planned it. But think of how many times he hasn't given a shit about that. Hey, that's true. But to me, if you get caught, that's a loss, man. And his win-lose record is not great. The, just to me. No, this you're guy, right. Velitska, ex-murdering guy, his track record's clean as far as we it know. It really is. Dude, it could be so many no- <clears throat> numbers of people. It could have been so, LJ. Do you want to get into some of these uh, possible perpetrators and their backgrounds, maybe their their incentives? I have five of them. You have five. I'm just so much, yeah. Uh, Dude, so go for it, man. Let's go for the first one, right? Reverend George Kelly. He had a reputation of peculiarity. He was, he was a reverend in the town. Uh, he had past mental breakdowns, right? Uh, uh, he was known to peep through people's windows uh, to try to see them fuck. He Dude, did that a lot. Speaking of <laughs> but that. But he was the reverend still. I want to turn and, uh, this into reality for a second. I just read this article. This is this reality, morning. sadly. I read this article of this guy in Florida. He was a pastor. And somebody was walking past the church at like 11 p.m. Oh, I think I know the story. And they saw that the light was on. So they peeked their head like in the window to see. And the pastor of this church was being fucked by two dominatrix women. Yes. On the altar yes. of Dude, the like church. Yes, do like a 43-year-old woman and a 23-year-old woman. It was, they were all arrested. <laughs> to me, like, why are they arrested? That What crime did they commit? It's not breaking and entering. The guy... He's the priest there. Uh, Separation of church and state. There should be no laws sex regarding Sex isn't religion. a crime as far unless you like That's paid them. That's what I'm them. going with now. I uh, I don't. They really should not be arrested. There's no crime that happened there. Who knows, man? But either way, it, it makes for a funny story. If anything, the guy that called the cops should get arrested for peeping. You don't <laughs> he was look like this other... guy. He was like Reverend George Kelly. He was just peeking through people's windows. If you Fucking respect creep. the house of God, you wouldn't peep into his house. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, don't look in on things you're not uh, ready to deal with. But no, that, that was way cooler. Yeah, people, priests being cool. That's awesome. So yeah, he was known to be peeping through windows, least, watching people fuck. At least it wasn't children. At least it wasn't children, <laughs> which is in so many other cases. But we're past that. All right, so um. Uh, so uh, 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 he has a past. He had a past, right, of sending uh, lewd letters to women who were inquiring about jobs working for him, right? Uh-huh. And he was also sent uh-huh. to uh-huh. St. Elizabeth Hospital, the national uh, mental institution uh, in Washington, D.C., right? And then he confessed to the murders <laughs> to the police. But then after many more hours of, uh, uh, of interrogation, he, he recanted. So this guy was just insane is what people are thinking. Yeah, and you kind of He's run not in, worth listening to. He just kind of wasted everyone's time. You run into that a lot with this case. It's just people that are like, I didn't do it. And then after a while, they're like, okay, I did. And then they're yeah. like, did you really? It's like, no. This is probably the first time in history a holy man has wasted everyone's time. But uh, It might be. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, or so, it was the one time he did something right. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, we... That's the the two dominatrix guy. That that guy did it right. That guy's my hero. That dude. guy is fucking awesome. He's hilarious. When this cult officially launches and we're a real cult, cult, that guy's he's going to be like our minister of faith. Yeah, get ready for that. That's we're our guy. Some, some good stuff going on. There was another way. There's there's four other guys actually. Let's keep going through them. Uh, Frank F. Jones. He was the former boss of Josiah Moore. Right. 
Uh, there was bad blood between them after Josiah started his own business in the same field as him, right? Taking business away from Jones. It was also rumored that um, that Josiah had sexual relations with Jones's daughter-in-law, though there was no evidence to support this. I think it was just some uh, some gossip. The town of Villisca was also like super small. It was like between two thousand twenty-five hundred people. It's like Twin Peaks. So there. it was like it was pretty small. It was just kind of like things. Things got around. It's literally Twin know? Peaks. That's what's happening. In it this is town. Twin Peaks. Sports like a, a Gilmore Girls. You know that show? It's so small. Everyone knows. It's so annoying. You never seen that show? No. You don't need to watch it. What? William what? Mansfield. Okay. There's oh, another. Right. <laughs> Jake <laughs> watches Gilmore Girls. No, I, I have a sister it. and have had women in my life, and they've watched it. But anyway, yeah. so uh, William Mansfield. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird name for a woman. <laughs> I'm just sitting next to a mirror like, oh, this show's so stupid. But in the same breath, like, no, it's good. My sister Jake loves this show. (laughs) Just you in a fucking mirror. I'm doing my makeup. I'm I'm, I'm putting on lipstick like Steve Buscemi. I appreciate you doing this with us. You know, I feel welcomed into your lifestyle. And There's a I, lot of shit that I know about. I, for one, will be providing a mirror for you in my home so you and your sister can both enjoy, <laughs> you know, your evening. I don't want to exclude anyone. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. You, you, it's been too long of you you're shutting her out. That was My sister, Jake. <laughs> it's, so, it's so sad. Oh, it is so sad. Uh, William Mansfield, another guy, may have done it. He was believed uh, to have been hired by... Frank F. Jones, the guy we just talked about, the former boss of Josiah, right? Uh, he was believed to have been hired by him to murder the family. Uh, he, uh, there's a lot of a lot of things leading people to believe that it may have been him because he murdered his wife, his infant child, and his uh, in-laws four years before this crime, right? Nice. Uh, he, uh, it, it is believed that he uh, he was the axe man of New Orleans that everyone was talking about at the time, right? The sax uh, man. The sax man, responsible for uh, several axe murders that took place around the same period, all committed near the uh, Southern Pacific Railroad, right? And this is where it gets interesting. This railroad went all across a lot of uh, fucking axe murders, right? So, so we'll, we'll put a pin in that just in your memory. Uh, it is not a sure thing that all of these murders were perpetrated by the same person, though... The similarities of each crime lead many investigators to believe it to be so. Okay? Yeah, pretty much around this time for it was I believe it was like a fourteen month period, there were mysterious deaths that were similar to the Velisca case all throughout the country, spanning from uh as far as Oregon across up into Pittsburgh. All in the route. Yeah. Of this Southern Pacific, and they train. all—you might be like, "Oh, that's just crazy." Well, they all took place within 15 miles of railroad stops in towns and cities. It's insane. So but was, you know, maybe it's a guy that just kills someone, boop, pop on the train, boop, go to the next town, kill someone, boop, pop on the train. Exactly. All these boops, dude. You're like, yeah, it could be that. That is what happened, but who knows? Uh, apparently. Uh, this guy, though he had many similarities to someone who might uh, do something like this, uh, payroll records uh, for Mansfield in Illinois at the time, uh, they cleared him. They, they acted as an alibi, so he was just like, yeah, you're fine. Apparently he was working that day, right? 
doing whatever. I wasn't even supposed to be here. I wasn't even supposed to be here. All right, so there's another guy, Sam Moyer. Moyer, probably. Uh, Josiah's brother-in-law. Okay, Uh, he had often threatened to kill him. And I don't know what his alibi was, but it cleared him. So he was just kind of off the table immediately. All right. He was just like a line to make the the article longer that I was reading. Uh, So here's maybe the guy, right? Okay, so Paul Mueller. Uh, he was a German immigrant around the, at the time. Uh, he was the sole suspect of a uh, of a lot of similar crimes, actually, uh, that include uh, but are very much not limited to a family in uh, West Brookfield, Massachusetts, that hired him as a farmhand in 1897. That ended up dead, all of them, and he was gone. All right, that was a completely separate incident. My clients from the Had other dimension, they this. would like this to be known to the public of this reality that that is not what happened at all. Completely unrelated, admissible. And it's going to be on. huge. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Uh, most likely um, most likely to have been the actual murder of the Moore family, right? Uh, that, that's probably what people a lot of the time say. The theory was set forth in 2017, actually. Um, by this guy, Bill James, and his daughter, uh, Rachel McCarthy. James. And uh, so they proposed that Mueller was responsible not only for the Velisca murders, uh, but of the slew of axe murders that took place over the span of more than a decade throughout the U.S. Um, through know, striking similarities in the crimes. Funny enough, they connected him to that, and then he was connected to 9-11. Are you sure? No, he was in the basement. I I heard that, and I think <laughs> I think I think true. they're onto something. I read it online, and I think it's true. They're onto something here. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, this guy's an axe wielding guy. Yeah, you know, he's just a, a fucking maniac. Man. He just has his, his things he does. Uh, but but through striking similarity in the crimes, the Jameses believe the man uh, to have killed at least fifty nine people in fourteen separate incidents. Because apparently there were a lot of other cases where all the fucking mirrors were covered, all the places you could see through anything into the house that was all covered. Uh, the axe was somewhat like cleaned afterward. All these people had blunt uh, fucking uh, injury blunts? blunts. They were smoking he- uh, hella jays as they were being murdered by the blunt end of an axe and. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of similarities to this. So apparently, the, this like this guy, Bill James, and his daughter Rachel, um, think that this might be the most uh, tenable, maybe believable uh, explanation for the X murders. Fifty nine people in fourteen separate things, dude. That's fucking insane. Velisca axe murders. No one knows. No one really does know. And even if we do, he's dead. Isn't yeah. that just terrible? Isn't it's... that just fucking the worst? <laughs> I mean, it's so scary for it's Halloween. It's long gone, man. Yeah, people get away with murder a lot. All right, it, it's it a lot is easier true. than you might think. That's the scariest part. Yeah, that was the Valeska Hex murders. Uh, but yeah, the house it now is very uh, haunted. Supposedly, they have tours and all these things. We can go into the different rooms and yeah, check out the entire home. It's kind of cool. They have like an official site, and I actually like took the virtual tour of the home. It was pretty cool. Ooh, now you have a cool. virus. I had to, yeah, I, I had to download Adobe. Oh, that's worth it. From maybe maybe Adobe sites, I don't know. But yeah, it's uh, it's that's some Halloween spooky action. My computer's on fire. 
It's uh, unsolved murder that leads to ghosts. I mean, what more? What more do you want? What more do you want? I I can't tell you, Mitchell. What, what more do you want? Uh, maybe some demonic activity. Speaking, Mitch, I I'm want gonna, this guy to be a Satanist. I'm gonna pepper this little tale that I have. He in. fucked the bacon for Satan. Okay, I believe you. Cleaned it all up. No, you don't clean mouth. it. You don't. You don't clean anything. Well, then why weren't there any fluids or hair? Maybe he just didn't. Finish. Maybe he flossed with the hair. Maybe, Maybe he, he ate the fluids. There's so many answers. He definitely. To that question. He de- that wasn't all the bacon. He cooked the ones that he came on for Satan. Okay. It would give it a nice salty texture. Yeah. Well, on the theme of away from this, the, the <laughs> fucking bacon. <laughs> We're gonna move away from the bacon. There's a. It's just a little retelling of a, an interesting story. I I have no uh, actual clearance to like use names because I. It's really just something I'm going to talk about right now. So I'm going to keep names out of it. But someone we know, we were discussing. It was Mitch and myself and this individual friend of the show. Oh, you have permission to talk about this? Uh, well, I, don't, I just don't Without know about this like, person. names. I'm just going to do it. They, That's awesome. Um, <sighs> so we were just talking, and we were, we were doing this, you know, talking spooky things. I don't even really know how we got on this topic. But Mitch was retelling his story of uh, his Jelly Man encounter. And uh, if, if you don't know that story, it's documented on the Shadow People episode, if you're interested. Go check it out. Just a thought. But, Mitch, I, you were talking to her. I don't, I don't really remember exactly what led to this. But we were talking about shadows, essentially. Seeing shadow people-ish, weird shadows. And... Uh, she kept talking, and she was just like, yeah, you know, like, I saw, like, this shadowy, like, figure, blah, blah, in my room, and, like, it was really weird, it was freaking me out, and we were just very interested, and we just kept going, and before she could say anything, we were like, oh, is he wearing a hat? And she was like, yeah, it was like a wide brim, like, kind of, like, taller top hat-ish thing. The room goes cold. And, like, me and Mitch... I mean, Mitch, I don't know what your exact reaction was, but I was... I was, I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, we were joking, and then she's like, no, he really did. And We're like, you're fucking kidding me, right? The reason that this story is intriguing is because I I know, for one, that this is a trustworthy story. I trust the individual. Like, that I have she's, no faith in... She's a trustworthy individual. I, I have no agree. disfaith in that. Um, and the fact that she was completely unaware of the hat man in itself. Like, that idea was foreign that, to her. Yeah, and that's like a trend that we found in, like, cases of people that have these types of experiences. They know nothing about it. So this just falls right in. It's so scary. Is that a trend, though? Is I think it is, right? Like, people, like, they always have these experiences, and then, like, later when they decide to look into it, they're just like, holy shit, I'm not alone. Yeah, I don't know. You know? And that was that was her moment. You guys just being like, oh, my God. I'm not sure, you know, but that was it was strange. Yeah, they come when when you least expect it, you know. It was it was strange to hear that, and then we we kind of harped on it, not harped on, it, but we talked on it a little bit more, and it, it really didn't go too far past that. It was more that like she just saw him and felt kind of creeped out by it. Did you say she was like, okay, let's stop talking about it. Well, like, no, uh, it was, let's let's stop. It was after this occurrence because we were. We just continued talking about things like that. We were 
throwing stories out. Conversation evolved into something else. And right? then uh, in the same house that this experience occurred in uh, at like a younger age, at this point she was 17. So this was not super long ago. She was like, yeah, I was in the house and like I went down in the basement to do like laundry. I was bringing laundry down. And she was like, as soon as I like went downstairs, like her family was just there. It was like her mother, her grandma, her, and like a little boy. Like as if it was just a normal time of the day. Yeah, like they were were just there. They were just standing there. And she was like, so I kind of freaked out and just like turned around. And then they were at the top of the stairs too. Yeah. Did she say something about their eyes? I believe they were red. Yeah, they were like glowing red. And she didn't know who the little boy was. Yeah. It wasn't like someone, you know, in her family. Yeah, it was not someone she knew personally. It's goddamn terrifying. She did identify the other apparitions as herself and her family members. Yeah, that's the thing that was even crazier. It's like she saw herself there with her family. Yeah. and the Classic doppelganger situation. It, it I, I like this story a lot because it, it's interesting. It's short, sweet, to the point. And for all we know... We're the only people that know about it. Yeah. Besides and, the victim. And I mean, again, it's a very trustworthy source, so I have no reason to... I don't know why, especially, like, knowing us. You don't lie about stuff with us. We'll pick it through, you know? We'll oh, figure yeah, it I mean, out. Well, yeah, yeah. It's too clean. About this kind of stuff, you don't lie. It's too... There's, it, when people start throwing terminology at you, like, you're like, oh, I saw the hat man, it's like, you immediately dismiss it. Just until you know more, because it's like, all right, you're like so like certain, you, need, you know? Yeah. If, but, if you're using jargon when you're saying, like, this is what I saw, it's like, hmm. But when we have to pull the information individually and ask questions and then find out that it might match up with certain other characteristics of other stories, it it's it's plausible. It's very interesting to That's me. That's fucking crazy. That was, a, that was a nice little Halloween-y. No, yeah. When you first told me about this, I was like, oh, my God. This is perfect. No, it's it's this really so perfect. It's a really cool story. This I is, wanna, yeah. So glad it didn't happen to me. I definitely want to get back uh, more information, like come back to it if there's oh, ever, for like, sure, dude. We'll, we'll further developments. We'll keep some updates on this. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll learn as it goes, as I learn more. But we'll... Uh, We'll keep you updated if there's anything crazy. Nice. nice. But that's a badass little story. That is a badass little story. Some shadow, some shadowman. Some yeah. Fucking some some copies. It's pretty copies cool. Copies of people. Red eyes. That's it. Doppelgangers. That's like a. That's, that's a like whole a episode whole, yeah. into in and of itself. We'll add that to the next list. I know the basic idea, but I'm do. not. I know really nothing about that. I know it's a bad thing, and that they look like you. So isn't that just an embedded insult? It's just cool, man. That's, yeah, it's just what happens. Oh, yeah. You want me to take the next one? It's really quick, dude. Go for it. Real let's, quick. let's see what you got, baby. Right, it's the French Lick Springs Hotel in French Lick, Indiana. Oh yeah. Okay. So this this uh, this this area got its name because there was a bunch of salt deposits. I guess like salt licks for horses. The French found it. French Lick Springs Hotel. There you go. Anyway. Wait, what? Isn't that where Larry Bird is from? Isn't that his hometown? Get on Could it, Grant. You, Get man. on it. You have a computer right there. Get on it. All right, Mitch is, Mitch is on it. Birth locations is it's nowhere near my <laughs> expertise level, man. I don't, I don't even know, know where I was born. But um, all right, so uh, so French Lick Springs Hotel at French Lick, Indiana, right? There was a hotel 
It was first built in 1845 by Thomas and Dr. William Bowles. Okay. And uh, ownership over the years uh, changed. There were a bunch of renovations made. Um, and apparently some believed that it was uh, it, it was uh, this, this activity that stirred up something dark in the foundation. Also, mistress found that Larry Bird was indeed born here. Cool, man. In French Lick. Ah, yes. Larry Bird's nickname was The Hick from French Lick. That's nice. It's a fitting I kind of like that. That's kind of fun. It's good for him. It's kind of fun because he, he, like, he dominated people on the court. So it's like, <laughs> yes, I am. Like, you know, one of those. But either way, uh, so ownership changed. Everyone was just like, all these renovations are, are, are they're conjuring up something dark at the foundation, right? So the staff and guests throughout the years have reported a wide variety of mysterious activity, including... Uh, orbs caught on photography. Pretty standard, right? Uh, phantom wafts of perfume. Phantom wafts. Phantom wafts. That's so stupid. Wafts. Yeah. That's and then, so stupid. <laughs> like, I smelled something so alluring. For Why are just you a upset second. about that? Why is <laughs> that <laughs> Are you upsetting? sure that person that walked by you wasn't the thing? But either way, uh, uh, extreme temperature changes, maybe some bad insulation. But here's the kicker. Uh, the ghost of a previous owner, Tom Taggard, uh, he roamed the lobby, apparently very well-dressed. He, he, was, he was the owner of the hotel, probably in its prime, like its arguable prime, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. So he, like, treated it the best. So he was in the lobby, he was well-dressed. He apparently would also host ghostly parties in the ballroom. Ghostly? I don't know what that means. <laughs> ghostly parties, like, the entire place is just lit up with, like, green ectoplasm or some shit. Think, like, that's probably their way of saying, like, seances or just, like, anything anti-Christian. He was there, and I left, but... I'm pretty sure he was having a ball. Honestly, just depending <laughs> like, on this time period, they might have just been, like, gay people. Who knows? And they're like, that's the work of the devil happening at this hotel. It's like, nah, it's just, it's just like, a hotel, just man. just be cool for a second? We're all just hanging out, doing our thing. Or it was just like Halloween parties. It's, like, it's, it's like, the devil. It's like, no, it's just a holiday. It's really for it's kids. It's but... ghostly nonsense. Just painted my face red. It's like, no, you didn't. It's like, yeah, I'm drunk. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he would also, apparently, this this the ghost of Thomas uh, Taggart, he would... Uh, he would ride a spectral horse through the hallways at night, uh, waking up many guests uh, with the with the horseshoes. You know that with the horseshoe noises. It sounds like French Lick is not content with having just Larry Bird. It doesn't like seem they like want it. to have this so bad. No, and this this last thing is just kind of tacked in there. Uh, there's, there's a bathtub in one of the rooms, right? Uh, we're in if a. If you a, use it, it doesn't even get the smell <laughs> off. <you. laughs> <laughs> it makes you smell worse. It's a fucking ghostly <laughs> bathtub. The bath doesn't work in this bath. No, it's a, <laughs> it's a bathtub. Uh, wherein uh, Bride is said to have killed herself, uh, leaving a red stain on the bathtub, right? And no matter how many times that the bathtub is replaced, uh, the red stain can... The red stain continues to come back in the same place. So I feel like it's like a, like a fungal, maybe irrigation thing. I... I think it's maybe there's a leak in the ceiling. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it's a magical. But isn't that pretty party. crazy? And then just like horseshoes in the in the middle of the night. It's man. pretty scary, man. It could be a thing. It, it it's. I like to I I like to believe it. It's got all the the like tellings of a good story. Yeah. 
Which, it, it could be, I mean, I'm not saying it isn't true. I've never been there, so I don't know. Dude, you know what? I looked up their uh, their website, and they're still around. They're still bumping. Like, And it looks like a nice-ass hotel. We should go there. It's you probably go super there? luxury. It's like, like five thousand a night. It looks like it, dude. You want to do like a like a live podcast from there? Like we're broke. Uh, it's not very scary aside from our finances. You <laughs> know, like one of those. In here we could try that. The environment. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good. Little, so that's yeah, that's French Lick Springs Hotel. <laughs> that, that's in Indiana, right? Uh, yeah, I got one more, but it's another quick one. You want to go? No, go for it, man. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm just. I'm here. We're just collecting information. We are collecting it. You brought a ton. Of here it is. It's going to go out on the internet. Be there forever, theoretically. All right. So Diana of the Dunes, also an Indiana favorite. Oh yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, uh, the Dunes. Right. They're located in uh, Porter County. Porter County. Porter County. Chesterton. But um, so 1915. Right. Great year, I guess. Uh, Alice Mabel Gray. She was a free spirit. She was an artist. She chose to live out her life in the dunes. Okay. Good choice. Good she choice. Lived, yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. Sandy, she lived very meagerly in a shack uh, furnished with things that she would make out of driftwood as well as things she would find on the beach. Right. So she was just a homeless person. But she was. she sounded like she had, she was having a good time. So she was living well. Uh, the story spread among fishermen uh, around the area that if you were lucky at night, uh, you could catch a glimpse of a beautiful woman roaming the shore nude. Uh, these cool. these stories brought with them a lot of nautical traffic to the area, as you could probably Nautical guess. traffic. I nautical like that Nautical traffic. Term. Thank you. Thank you. I like that. Uh, so locals uh, began to refer to her as Diana of the Dunes, right? This was an actual living person, right? It was Alice. Okay, but Diana of the Dunes. Uh, this this was comparing her to the Roman goddess Diana, believed to be the patroness of uh, countryside hunters, crossroads, and the moon. She covers Ooh. a lot of bases here. That's that's a, quite the resume. Isn't it? You cover a lot of ground on that. And she's a goddess. I, yeah, I guess it comes with and the goddess like, territory. Yeah, there you go. You have to have four things. But, uh, so she lived the rest of her life there until her death in 1925. So she had, she had a pretty early early death, right? Uh, and it was almost immediately after this that the haunting reports began, right? Many claim uh, around the dunes to see Alice glowing white running onto the beach. And uh, then she disappears into either the sunset or underneath the surface of the water. Ooh. Isn't that creepy? That's, She's glowing like white. She's just running. Sprinting ghosts. But uh, personal belongings often disappear, leading to pe- leading people to believe that Alice is stealing them. Ooh. But I feel like they might just be losing them in the sand. Yeah, that that's... Who knows? Slightly you're, reasonable. You've been to the dunes, right? Yeah. The dunes are great, but you'll lose everything in the goddamn sand. Yeah, yeah. I could. You drop I could a ring, that. forget about it. You're not getting married. You're done. You're yeah. done, kid. The crabs but, uh, have it now. Now it's a turtle house. It's a crab ring. That's all it is. It's a crab ring. It sounds disgusting. It really but, uh, sounds like some <laughs> sex toy. It's a ringworm. It's a sex <laughs> clamp. Crab ring is like ringworm, but, you know, grosser. <laughs> you remember clamps from fucking Futurama? I'm oh, going to clamp yeah. you. I'm going to clamp you in the clamp jaw. You. 
Learn <laughs> got my clamps. <laughs> just like that guy. That's what I'm thinking of. He's gonna love that ring when he gets oh, it. Oh, he is. He is. Uh, all right. So also on the beaches, uh, disembodied footsteps in the sand at night. Isn't that crazy? I um, like that. Lights appearing to be candles floating through the air. So they're just kind of like going, bopping up and down like someone's carrying them, maybe. Ooh. Uh, the feeling of being touched by invisible hands on uh, people's backs and necks. That's kind of does kind of sound nice in a sense. It would be nice, scary, maybe, maybe, but it would also be bad. Like the initial thing, it's like, oh. And then it's like, oh, all right, this is, oh, this is wonderful. You know? <laughs> It's a, it's a quick transition, I feel like, if you're being massaged. It's a niche market that... It is a niche market, but... you got to know the consumer. You have to. But you know, the you last thing... the right one. The last thing that she freaking brings in her death to these beach dunes is um, unnaturally cold breezes in the hot, sunny, sunny days. Oh, yeah. In certain spots of the beach. That's so unnatural. But anyway, it's kind of a like cool a... cool breeze. That's so <laughs> unreal. It feels so good, but I know it's just so haunted. It's like, you've ever been by a lake? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of nice, cool breezes. No, that's true. But, no, I, I get the sentiment. You know, yeah, I understand. No, if, I'd believe it if it was like, I could see my breath right now, and I, I'm shivering. You could see my nipples right now. They're so hard. You're this, is, this is on hot, sunny days. Nipples. Yes, just like spots of the beach that are just like I'm freezing. It's a freezer. Yeah. Well, I I'm glad that we we had these Halloween stories. You know, these are nice. It's a nice little transition, I think. The the, the spectacular fest. It's a it's what I'm it's coming to. I'm end. coining as the Triple H, the Halloween Hodgepodge Hour. That's it. That's two H's and a P, right? Well, it's one word. Hodgepodge. It's hyphenated, know? isn't it? Uh, not the way I do it. The way you do it is the way it's going to be on the show. So, You're yeah, right. It's the Triple H. Hey, um, grammar is nothing, okay? I don't care what they told you. You can do whatever you want. I don't know why you're still defending it. I already gave in. Get out of here with that grant. Fuck you. That's adorable. I love it. I love it. I like it. The triple H's, it's like triple sixes. Satan. It's uh, the wonderful WWE wrestler. But yeah, so that is I'm gonna I'm just gonna go out and say it. We're doing the Halloween month, you know. The it's Halloween October. Month. Yes, October. Um I don't wanna give out titles because I, I forgot the exact order, but we will be having an episode on the Ouija board at some point, just uh, so you know. Yeah. If that's not, I, it might be next week. If it's not, it's the week after. I don't, I don't see why it would be next week. I think it is, in fact. I, I think, think it that's might what be. we agreed on. But, uh, yeah, no. So, it, okay, we'll say it's we'll next week. We'll do Ouija next, next week. It, oh, Ouija. Or it, something. It, what is it? Well, Ouija. we're going to have to find out next week. We're keeping We'll get the, the pronunciation, week. but I think, I think you know what's going on. It's the complete Ouija experience. And uh, we'll be bringing it to you live, <laughs> postponed, next Friday. Live, like an hour after we record it. You'll yeah, it, it. it's as live as it can get. It's so you know? live. It's as live as yeah. we can really make it happen. Uh, but with that thoroughly being said, that was, that's us. That we was are thorough. starting a cult. Yeah, we are starting a cult. Follow it's us on all the shit. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And also, uh, we uh, no, it's startacult at gmail.com. And we are also on Patreon. There's a link below. 
And we also have our bi-weekly uh, little show that we're putting on on Patreon, me and Grant's original stories, along with the movie review, and it's so much fun. You're damn All right, right, so maybe go down, donate something. We'll give it right back to you. Maybe say your name if you want. We'll come to your house. Uh, yeah, well, within what are we reason, do? we come can't. To the house. We some guys like I actually live in Australia, underneath a brush, a brushel of leaves. Great! Like, I can't wait for the tickets. What you buy us to fly there like, and arrive in the mail? It's gonna take me a while. I gotta save up the money to get there, and then I gotta. <laughs> I'm gonna get be walking there. there, so it's gonna be a while. So it'll take me a couple years. Again, Indiana. That's where we are. But um. <laughs> But, yeah, so we will be back as usual, so, you yeah, know. we are starting a cult. That was Grant up, Jake. That was Mitch as well. He has a guitar now. It's true, he does. Um, yeah, we love you all very much. There you go. And we'll be back uh, next week with some more Halloween activities. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bye-bye now. Bananas! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.